Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This week's podcast is sponsored by Sandals Resorts, a collection of 17 Caribbean luxury all-inclusive resorts for adults only. Guests can choose between Jamaica, St. Lucia, Antigua, the Bahamas, Grenada, Barbados and Curacao for the ultimate island getaway. In May, the doors will open to its newest destination, Sandals Duns River in Jamaica, which offers all the waterfalls, palm forests and white sandy beaches you'd expect from a Caribbean escape. For more information about Sandals Resorts and Destinations, or to book your holiday, visit sandals.co.uk. You're listening to the Sherlock's Podcast, your guide to a more stylish life. By Jordina Blasky and Maya Lucky. Hi everyone. Hi. How are you? Good, the Um, sun's out, spring is in the air. It's here. Finally. Yeah. What did you get up to this weekend, Jean? I know it's the end of the Easter holidays. Yeah, end of the Easter holidays ish. Yeah, yeah. Back to school today. Um, so lots of kind of sorting out um, everyone to get ready <laughs> mentally, physically, emotionally <laughs> back into to school. So actually, quite a quiet weekend. Yeah. Yeah, not doing too much, but lots of time spent outside, oh, sorting nice. out the garden a bit, tidying it all up. Um, yeah, it's been a scene of domesticity oh sounds nice idyllic. yeah do you get yeah. that like back to school vibes in that short-term break or is that more after the summer well I wouldn't say it was like a short-term break they oh. were off for about three and a half weeks so oh, it's, wow, been, it's felt really long. long but some kids seem to still be off today and this week as well because I was it's sort of the third week for me where the trains are not quite as busy but there are lots oh, of it kids. is a weird do you know what the Easter holidays it's the weirdest one it just seems to drag on and everything's yeah. staggered but yeah I think most are back by like Tuesday yeah. Wednesday yeah, if not, nice. they should be. Yeah, <laughs> Maya, how about you? Uh, I found like my weekend was quite busy, but not necessarily doing anything recommendationable or anything like that. But I went to Siren Sester and we did our wedding food tasting. That's exciting. Oh, which was really, really fun. Oh, it actually amazing. probably is one of the best days of my life, actually. Oh, oh that's yeah. it. Did it make it suddenly feel like yeah. it's real and it's close? Yeah, oh, really real. When yeah. are you getting yeah. married again? 18th of August this oh, year. That's so soon though, really, yeah. isn't it? But we just drank champagne and tried every single thing on the menu and it was like glorious. Oh, so did he come away with some definite, like, that's what we're having? Well, it was quite hard to even say like no to it anything to be honest so we've got to sort of make the decision this week but relish catering are doing our food and it was just it all like was blown out of the park it was amazing yes did that on Saturday then came back to London just went to the pub Saturday evening um and then did a bit of shopping yesterday and that was about it where did you go shopping I actually went to it's called the Ashford outlet oh yeah oh yeah um but I got these Levi trousers that I'm wearing now Levi original 501s for 45 quid that's amazing. That is Isn't that nice. unreal? Yeah. They're like £110 normally. That's amazing. And, and they- then the shop, when you go in, because some outlets, I know Bista's definitely kind of upped its game with, you kind of walk in and it's, the shops are fitted out beautifully, which yeah. wasn't the case kind of 10 yeah. years ago when these places yeah. sort of popped up. 
Is it lovely there when you walk around? Yeah, they've definitely like made an effort in it being a proper day out. So it's like pretty and it's actually dog friendly as well, which Ah. I thought was kind of funny. So it's like literally dogs everywhere. Well, yeah, is it one of those where, yeah, it's just got the the wide pedestrian bits down the middle? It was way bigger than I was expecting, but it was nice. It was a nice little pottering about Sunday and then came back to London and just did loads of organising. Felt ready for the weekend. I know, I had an organising weekend as well. I don't know why. Maybe everyone's feeling those back it's to school vibes vibe. by accident. Yeah, yeah or and, yeah, and also cleaning. because we've got all these long weekends coming yeah. up and obviously we just had Easter, I wonder whether all the kind of gatherings and get-togethers yeah. get pushed into those weekends. So when you finally have a kind of normal weekend, which yeah. is only two days instead of three, you almost, I don't know, maybe don't book things up because you've got all of those other things to come. Yeah, I feel this week I've got my sister staying with me during the week. She's got a conference in Brighton and then she leaves and about an hour later I've got two friends and their giant dog coming to stay. Which will be fun, but yeah, it definitely feels like a full-on sort of seven day. It's not that any of them are difficult or anything. No, but like having to turn the bedroom around Exactly, yeah, all all those little things and just sort of making sure it's like extra tidy in between all those stages. Nice. Yeah, milk in the fridge, making yeah. sure you've got your tea and coffee in exactly. stock. Yeah, I always feel like when you have a guest to say, you try and be prepared so much, and then there's always one question. Someone asks for something, and you're like, I don't have, I don't have yeah. that one thing. It's so annoying. I've tried so hard. I know, there's always something, but no, or just trying to remember people's different allergies yeah. or like quirks and yeah, things. What as milk well. they drink. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. If in doubt, oats and yeah. all, I think. But I am looking forward to the London Marathon this weekend. Yeah, I know. I always forget it's on and then end up like being drawn into watching some of it um, on TV, that is. Oh, you don't go down. No, I haven't. I think I've accidentally seen some of it in you know, years past, but what, where you've gone somewhere and you're like the road's closed or certainly the brighton marathon because you can't get mm. down onto the seafront in a car but i can walk there quite easy so it's nice to like watch everyone doing yeah. it that yeah. a few weeks ago but will you be going to cheer anyone on yeah i go every year i love it i think even if i don't really know if i've not got a close connection to someone running i still really enjoy it i actually <laughs> I actually always cry. Oh, me too. <laughs> I was about to say the same. I get really like emotional. emotional yeah. yeah. When people are running past and they've got their names on there, yeah. I start shouting their names out. I just, yeah. I, it's so overwhelming. Or if they've yeah. got kind of running this for miles yeah. or something yeah. like that, that's always yeah. really moving. I think isn't it's it? amazing. Yeah. But I do know a lot of friends this year, actually. And Daisy yes. Reed, our social media manager, is in the marathon this year. So I'll be definitely going down amazing. to support Have her. Have you got a particular spot that you think is good to head to? I often go to Greenwich right at the start just to see it all kick off yeah. and then I always go to Canary Wharf afterwards and I forget what it's called that little square but where you go under the shopping centre and Canada out into square? the square yeah, yeah that's it into the middle yeah that's the best spot I think because it's got a really good Aperol bar there I was gonna say there's so many places <laughs> along the river where you could like pop for a drink and then come back or sort of watch oh, it yeah. from the bars for me it's a bar crawling day yeah. absolutely yeah. I feel this should have been a feature <laughs> you know, where to, I did get quite a few press releases like where to drink along the yeah or eat, it's strange certainly. isn't it watching people push themselves to their physical fitness limit while you're sitting there going another bottle of rosé I suppose you'll get extra enthusiastic with your cheers as as the day goes on which is what everyone needs especially towards the end of the day for sure will you be watching it Jordina? Um, I've gone in the past actually my brother-in-law the first time I went my brother-in-law ran it and it was his first time and we went to the end at Buckingham Palace and then met up with him at Horse Guards Parade 
And I found that really moving because by the end, people are, they're, they're pretty broken, yeah. they're exhausted. And some people are related and others are almost being carried over. Yeah. They're like, the blisters have oh. kicked in, you know, just completely yeah. broken. And, um, but then when you see them come together with their friends and family, oh, don't. and that really moment of elation, <laughs> it's like, you know, the yeah. beginning of Love Actually when Hugh Grant's yeah. talking about Heathrow Airport. <laughs> it's kind of a bit like that, even though they only saw them in the morning. It's like they've gone through this life experience and yeah. suddenly they're a changed person. And it's just so moving. Wow. I just I just do. Yeah, I quite like that bit, but it's, the, it's a very busy bit to yes. go and watch at because yes. obviously everyone's there for the end. Um, yeah, and I love watching the people in fancy dress. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> some of them. I'm like, how have how you, you done that? that? Yeah, yeah, I know. Because I imagine if the weather stays like this, it'll be quite it's warm. Be quite warm this weekend. Yeah. 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 I, don't know. I mean, I don't think it's going to be too hot, but do you remember yeah. two years ago when there was, I think Lou, Lewis Malpasser, yeah. Lou's husband, ran in it, and it was like sweltering, crazy yeah. weather. Like, I don't know how anyone did that, even without a costume on to be perfectly honest yeah. it looked painful there are people dropping down on the tube and things afterwards because of it oh gosh yeah. poor things anyway hopefully that won't happen, happen this year again <laughs> Georgina have you been watching or reading anything recently oh well I started last week this new show on Netflix which you may have heard of called Obsession yeah so I, I hadn't heard of it. heard of it at all and I was on the tube and you know where they have the kind of digital advertising boards going up the escalator and it was this whole thing, just obsession, 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 the whole way up, all these faces that I recognise from other TV shows. So it's got Charlie Murphy, who played Anna in Happy Valley. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. So the, the victim who becomes the police officer. And um, then Richard Armitage from The Stranger. Um, Adira Varma. Yes. Uh, who I can't think what she's been in, but I just knew her she's name. She's on the stage a lot. Yeah, I've I seen feel. her on the stage yeah. at the old bit, but I definitely have seen her in another TV show. Anyway, so it's a retelling of Damage, which was a film with Jeremy Irons and Juliette Binoche back in like the early 90s. And it's it's so weird. It's just so weird in a, in a not necessarily good way. Like the critics have panned it and said, this oh. is so awkward. It's meant to be about... Um, obviously obsession but uh, an old guy having an affair with a younger woman who is engaged to his son yes that's it this is ringing a bell now and it has these incredibly um intense i don't want to use the word steamy because i'm not sure they are they're slightly (laughs) robotic sex encounters and um it's like awkward it's just really awkward to watch and yet it's kind of almost nearly there it's almost brilliant so it's the chemistry off then i don't know if it's the chemistry it's just there's a lot of his bum (laughs) and then you see his willy and then there's kind of this the first sex scene they just have sex and he walks into this flat they have sex they don't even speak i think she says yes at one point and then he leaves it's just quite i don't know it's better when it's Jeremy Irons and a French actress yeah. and it's sort of all set in Paris and it just feels different. It's, it just, I can't quite work it out. Oh, weird. I watched one and um, I think where I'm struggling is I'm not really understanding the motivation behind it. Why would you sleep with your son's fiance? Yeah. And he like- knows it's his son's girlfriend. He knows who she is. It's not like it's a coincidence and suddenly she, yeah. he finds out, oh my God, that that's bad. Um, it he It's all kind of, the information's all out there. Mm. So I don't get it. And you don't get this, like, feel of 
like irresistible yeah like temptation and that's why it's happening because it's not filmed like yeah, that yeah that's what or... i was to say it doesn't sound like there's that huge attraction yeah. there that's making it no it just feels really cool. forced there's this oh. early scene where they first meet and um they exchange a couple of words and then he puts an olive in her mouth and they're at a party in the Weird. in the houses of parliament a drinks party <laughs> and he puts this olive in her mouth and it's so bizarre and uncomfortable and yeah. maybe that's the point yeah, that was yeah, the but, but i just didn't feel any sexual chemistry oh, like, no. oh my god that's so weird like <laughs> imagine someone feeding yeah. you an olive in a public place <laughs> like, like you've just met who well. you've just met who you know is your future your boyfriend's yeah. dad like the whole thing that is weird it's just i don't know i wasn't i wasn't feeling oh. it and yeah it's only four episodes so i will have to watch it that's a shame because what was it. what was that really good Netflix one that had Sienna Miller in last year that was almost like oh yeah what um, was that called Anatomy of a Scandal yeah because that was like four episodes or so wasn't it and quite pacey and yeah. obviously centered around attraction and affairs and things this sounds like maybe it was jumping on the bandwagon but hasn't quite hit Not the a mark sexy version yeah, yeah it's, it's it's filmed beautifully the sets and the lighting and the kind of direction and all of that is is great and there are scenes where you see them as a family this sex scenes aside actually the rest of it is really good okay and the locations are really cool like they've got this london pad which is amazing obviously i yeah. love watching cool <laughs> interiors on tv and then they've got this gorgeous traditional country home um so the way that they portray their lives through all these other indicators are it is really well done and those scenes are fine it's just the sex scenes are a bit yeah. wooden. Oh dear. Yeah. I'm still going to watch it, I think. I'm going to watch it I know what you mean. Well, I'm hoping maybe episode two or three will be better. That's yeah. yeah. Keep watching. Keep or at watching. least give it another chance. Yeah. Maya, have you seen anything or read anything recently? Okay, so yes, actually, Callum and I binged the entire series yesterday. Um, we watched Beef. I started watching that last night. We watched four. Okay. Went to bed really late because similarly... Yeah. Stop watching. It's it. really good. It's really good. So talk us through the plot. So I don't want to say start to finish the entire plot because no. I don't want to give anything away. But the first, definitely the first, this isn't a spoiler to say that there is this road rage incident, incident that happens between two people. And then their lives become like so intertwined because they, for some reason, all these bad things, one after the other, keep happening by their own demise, like it is their fault and they're kind of addicted to doing bad things, I yeah. guess. It's kind of a bit revenge aren't they? They're Very both revenge. trying to like get one over on the other once they've yeah. worked out who each other are. And but it, then they still keep fucking their own life. Yeah, up. exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, if you watch always, the end episode just kind of blew my mind. Oh, to be wow. Honest. I'm okay, not that's say good anything, to know. It is intense. Yeah, really. I love yeah. how each episode ends because it's always like a little bit of a cliffhanger or a little bit of a situation where you're like, oh, okay, wasn't expecting that to happen. No. Each song at the end of each episode as well seems to hark back to 14-year-old me and my iPod <laughs> shuffle as well. Every time I'm like, hey, they're playing Incubus. <laughs> so I don't know why they've chosen that soundtrack, but I'm enjoying it very much. But no, the acting's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, really it? good. Yeah, the main woman in it, I've... I don't recognise her from anything else. Ali Wong. Oh, but she's great. Yeah, she's yeah. really, really good. And the edit, I think, is fantastic yeah. as well. It's really yeah. modern and cool. Yeah, no, it's really good. Where's it set? Uh, LA. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, where can I find it? Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. So I think it's Ooh. 10 episodes, isn't it? Yeah, like I said, I think they're all about 35, 40 minutes. I really wanted to watch it because lots of uh, TV critics in America who I really, really like have been bigging it up for the oh, last great. week. So I was like, okay, cool, right, I'm going to watch it on Sunday. But yeah, I only meant to watch like one or two and yeah, got very it quickly drawn into it. For sure. Yeah, but the, yeah there's so many different twists, like, yeah, family dynamics, sort of... One, I think she's Japanese and he's Korean, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot, and they're in America, so there's a lot of dynamics there as well. He's got parents back in Korea who he's trying to help out. So yeah, there's lots of different things at play, but no, yeah. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, now you said the last episode is amazing. And I, even my more. phone just went a bit poof, like it was just, I was like, really? Oh, wow. This is where we're going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Cool, sign me. I'll probably have finished it by tomorrow night then. Yeah. <laughs> I basically needed something to break up succession because, yeah, I've just been waiting every Monday for it. It's yeah. Monday today, yes. so we haven't seen the episode since the big thing happened last week. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm very intrigued to see where that's going to go. Are you up to speed as I'm well? I'm up to speed, yes. Amazing. God, it's brilliant. It's good. Yeah. Can't wait. You've got a film to recommend. I do, talking about watching something and going, I wasn't expecting it to go there, (laughs) what the... I watched um, Triangle of Sadness. Oh, I really want to see that. I meant to see it at the cinema, didn't quite get around to it, but yeah, interested to hear what you think. Hadn't heard of it, wasn't on my radar when it came out the cinema or anything, and then two people, two very different people, recommended it to me. So scrolling through TV on Friday, yeah, it's Friday night, I decided to watch it and it was so good. Yeah. So, so good. It's a little bit like everything, everywhere, all at once, but not quite as far out. Yeah. Um, There feels more of a narrative. Um, The only name in it that I knew was Woody Halson. Yeah. Everyone else is, feels like an, not necessarily an unknown because there are lots of people of different ages, so I'm sure there's lots of people who've done mm. lots of things, but they were new to me. Mm. And the opening scene was so funny, and then it just kept getting funnier but different, and then it would go, and it just keeps taking you in little right angles all the way through this journey of um, events, and it touches on things like modelling, the fashion industry, male models, female models, then it suddenly goes into influencer world, and... Um, kind of the the mystique that that presents and and the sort of the glossy um, version but what it's actually like living it and how much money you're making Mm. or not and what you're portraying as opposed to the reality but then it goes into wealth and it basically um there I mean it's you'd see it in the trailer but they're on this celebrity not celebrity cruise very rich people's cruise (laughs) and the way that very wealthy people are portrayed by the end of it you wouldn't just you would have no interest in ever becoming one of those people and it's absolutely hilarious and brilliantly acted very interesting original script it felt Mm. really fresh um and quite clever at the end you know that it leaves you with a moral question interesting and um yeah i think it would be hard not to come out firmly on one side yeah. having watched it <laughs> do you know the girl who the main character yes sadly died before well after it wrapped 
Like really? The, yeah. the one who plays the young woman? Yeah. What from? Sepsis, I think. <gasps> wow. Yeah, really sad. Oh, my But I think gosh. that's another reason why it wasn't really in, you know, as heavily promoted as it could have been because she wasn't really there to do gosh. any red carpet things or anything, which is really, really sad because oh, I haven't seen it. But apparently, it, again, like I was thinking that when you said at the beginning about these young unknowns, but I think, yeah, she was relatively unknown, but was really good in this and people were really excited about where her oh career God, was going to go. Oh, wow. Yeah, sorry to be the no there that's so news. interesting i mean she looks like a kind of young helena christensen yeah, in it yeah um yeah she she's she's got it's an amazing performance yeah hello what have you been watching reading listening to so i haven't yeah apart from yeah beef and succession i've mainly just been reading which has been great i feel like this year i didn't really mean to but i was just very much like i want to do more reading so I feel I've I think I've read about 10 books so far this year and some of them have been quite chunky but I've been like really getting into the zone with it but the one I'm reading at the moment which is obviously a very old book and most people might have read it is The Goldfinch by Donna Tarr which I'd never read before have you read it yes yeah yeah so I'm really really enjoying it about halfway through I started it on Friday night but um and you're halfway through yeah (laughs) it is like this yeah it's like 800 pages that's what I mean I had quite a relaxed weekend I actually took (laughs) I was uh, dog sitting on Saturday and we went and sat on the beach and I read for two hours there so yeah I feel like I really got in the zone but it's such a gripping book I um, didn't know anything about it Mm. it's been out quite a long time Mm. but enough times passed that I just didn't really know what it was about knew I wanted to read it because I read The Secret History which was her other book that did really well uh, I think last November I read that in a whole weekend, even though, again, it's about 700 pages because yeah. I was just so gripped by her yeah, writing and her characters. And yeah, I'm enjoying this just as much. It's set, I think it's set in like 2003 and it basically follows a 13-year-old called Theo and his relationship with his mother and how that changes after a certain incident happens very early on in the book but I have no idea what it's about where it's going how it's going to end I know it was a film with Nicole Kidman a few years ago which everyone thought was dreadful but yeah that's when you said it that's yeah. what I know of it because yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I can and pitch Aaron Eckhart I oh, was plays it as him well. as an adult I see because I haven't got to adult Theo yet he's about 15 16 in the book at the moment are you in Vegas yeah I'm in Vegas which is making me want to go to Las Vegas even though he's points you know he's not making it sound great but I've been a couple of times I'm like oh I want to go back actually <laughs> I see beef as well had Las Vegas in last yeah. night so I'm like maybe I could go to Vegas for a weekend but no I'm really really enjoying that but I also read another really good book last week called Kick the Latch by Catherine Scanlon which is a really cool very short novel uh the author interviewed this I think she was 80 something year old woman who lived in America and had worked as a horse trainer for an entire her entire life and then she sort of interviewed her over a couple of years and then turned it into this novel which was just loads of really really short chapters that were all in the first person but it is fiction but it's based on the interviews but it reads like a sort of non-fiction account which sounds a bit boring but it's absolutely fascinating it's just like a real quick insight into someone's fascinating life from when they were a girl up until yeah they were 80 odd really really interesting especially if that's not a world you know or something that you've grown up with yeah really interesting it's like it doesn't flinch away from like the hardships of that kind of career especially uh you know as a young woman in a very male dominated you know industry especially back in like the 60s as well but no really would recommend that putting me to we've shame been going on <laughs> i don't think i can even get through one book in a year i'm embarrassed i'm just 
No, don't be. No, I think <laughs> I a I commute, so on the way back I try and like get stuck into a book. But also, yeah, I've had a couple of like lazier weekends recently where I basically just get up early, make a giant vat of coffee, and then sit in bed reading. Oh, so that does sound oh, yeah. Do you know what? That's interesting because that's become my um, favorite time to read yeah. now at the weekend wake up and sometimes I wake up at kind of half six yeah, or seven like quite early, early yeah and I just reach over for my book and that's become the best time yeah. to read because at night I sort of read about two minutes yeah. and then I'm out same um and I don't have a commute because I cycle yeah. so I can't obviously read then um but I just finished at the weekend um Frank and no Cleopatra and Frank oh fa- Cleo Frank, and yeah. Frank. I can't remember which Cleopatra way and Frankenstein. Is. Maybe yeah. that's the one by Coco Mellers. Yeah, um, yeah, which I it was one of the best books I have read for such a long time. So many people have. It came out like two years ago, but I yes. think it's been out, come out in paperback recently. And since then, so many people I know have read it. And said yeah, it's really I feel good. like it suddenly gained momentum. Yeah. Or yeah, certainly in my world, yeah, yeah. my I wasn't really aware of it. Um, and it's such a page turner, and it's a really pacey, yeah. fun, sad. It's got everything you need. Read. Oh. Um, so I really enjoyed that if if people are after something not as heavy as the goldfinch not as long <laughs> um, shorter punchier yeah um yeah it's a good one actually on that note uh, I will very quickly mention romantic comedy by Curtis Sittenfeld ah. which if you want to borrow it I've got a spare copy but yeah she is so good it's really pacey it's basically about a tv script writer who works for like a version of like Saturday Night Live and she's one of the writers and she writes a skit about the fact that all the male writers are suddenly like getting with the female stars who come on the show and getting married and she writes a skit about how how can these guys punch up and end up like getting these amazing women but the reverse never happens Uh, so she writes this skit for that and my favorite bit actually is the beginning where it runs through an entire week of what it's like to work at one of those shows so from the pitch meeting on the Monday all the way up until the after parties after the Saturday night show which was like so so good and such a good insight into how those things work but without giving too much away there's a switch midway through where she's writing the Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss these scripts and pitches for a male star who's coming onto the show that week as the guest host and there's a spark between them and it goes from there but no it's really really good like I think if you're going on holiday you could rip through that so so quickly because it's very clever but also just fun and like yeah a romantic comedy oh I'm glad to hear that because I saw some coverage of that on the weekend papers and um and I thought it sounded really good it's genuinely great okay because some of her other books have been quite heavy there was Rodden which was about 
what would happen if Hillary Clinton hadn't have met Bill Clinton and she'd continued her political career without being blighted by him, which is still really good, but it was just fun to kind of read something that's a bit more lighthearted from her, I'd say. Um, So obviously there were quite a few obits in the papers this weekend because sadly Mary Quant, the fashion designer, died last week at the age of 93. And obviously she's most famous for inventing the miniskirt. So I thought we could talk a little bit about that now that the sun's out slightly. Maya, you're here with your incredible pins. Um, How (laughs) do we wear miniskirts now? Um, The shorter the better, I say. I'm in that (laughs) But I feel like they're having more of a moment at the moment aren't they yeah definitely I think so it's like a resurgence of the mini skirt again but I think whatever however you feel comfortable but I love a mini skirt with something a bit more oversized on top and maybe a knee-high boot or a high heel I just think that's really cool a vintage tee or something looks cool with a mini skirt I mean, just go for it. And like I said, shorter the better, shorter in my the opinion. Better. Yeah. Tights or no tights? Or does it just depend? I suppose it depends on the weather, really, and your situation. But <laughs> both look pretty cool, I think. I think sheer as possible yeah. when you wear black tights mm-hmm. with a mini skirt. Georgina, where do you sit in the mini skirt camp? Oh, I do love a mini skirt. But I think I'm getting to the point where I prefer the one my daughter to myself, <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, I thought, um, actually, with the Mary Quant coverage, I yeah. really loved seeing all the old archive photos so cool. and footage. Yeah. Oh my, and like, could we talk about the mascara? Like, yes. the pictures of her yeah. with that kind of Mary Quant, and it's that twiggy yeah. look where they have these kind of really sticky up spider yeah. lashes, like pulled and defined down, and it, and then the, the, kind of the little pixie haircuts, and just so so cool. And um, yeah, actually, I was remembering, like, my mum was definitely walking up and down the King's Road in those days. I love and that. And there's so many old pictures of her. And these kind of, like you're saying, the shorter the better. Yeah. I mean, barely. You wouldn't want to be going upstairs on the bus <laughs> in one of those. It, they're just, but so gorgeous and cooler. And yeah. I think that idea of liberation yeah. and mini skirts coming when suddenly the pill was available. And yeah. it just was, like, such a moment for women's history yeah. wrapped up in fashion and healthcare and, and lots of things. And I just feel like... You know, she wasn't just fashion designer. No, of it represented not. so much more than that. Sure. And I think the coverage did that really well. I think so. Yeah. yeah. No, I, um, I was with you. Like, I just loved all that older coverage, the 60s stuff. It's just such a cool look. And I think, especially at the moment, people are quite into 70s looks, aren't yeah. they? Like Daisy Jones from yeah. the 6 is definitely helping with that. But it feels yeah. like... It's been a really nice celebration of everything that she's done, and Absolutely. yeah, yeah. But after Vivian Westwood, there's just I big know. names, aren't they? Big, yeah. big kind yeah. of holes. Yeah, hundred percent, especially over here. Yeah, um, Vivian Westwood's house was round the corner from our office, which I hadn't appreciated until she died. And then there were loads of floral tributes outside. Which, but again, reading those tributes and looking at everything there, um, obviously this is back in January, but it was like really moving. And yeah. there's so many people. They're really tied up in London, aren't they? In their yes. community. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I enjoyed reading all those pieces. Also. So Heather, mini skirts? Mini, I don't know. Like I feel like probably not, but I could be tempted. I think if I had a longish blazer on, I'd be up for it. I probably wouldn't go bare legged, but maybe yeah, some sheer tights with polka dots or something. Yeah, I think that's a really cool way. Yeah, polka dots, a little bit of pattern. I think it's just yeah. tricky as well because I don't wear <laughs> heels really, so I feel like unless you've got like the most incredible pins, it can look a bit, not dumpy, but you know, it's not going to define your legs as... Yeah, well, I have to agree. I always like a yeah. heel with a mini skirt. Yeah. It just definitely makes yeah. you feel a bit, I don't know, yeah, sexier, yeah, I guess. So many people, I think, can look so cool, like 
yeah with like socks and loafers and a mini skirt that's like true. can look so cool but I do like that look actually yeah, yeah I don't think I can put it that's off, it but... I don't think it's for me but when I see other people pulling it off I'm like yes Agree. that's a great look I also think the secret to a mini skirt of it looking cool or flattering mm. is like the shape of it like yes gone are the days of the bodycon mini yeah. skirts like mm-hmm. that you're asking for trouble there I yeah, think that yeah. Suit anyone. no <laughs> i know why we i used to wear those whenever they were fashionable yeah when i was yeah. slimmer but even so like it didn't make anyone's bum look great did i don't it? <laughs> i do not like seeing the photos of me wearing a bandage mini skirt <laughs> when but, they're a bit more you know a line yes, and yeah i was looking for one recently actually because i think yeah when you have got a long blazer i think it does look good to just have tights and some big chunky shoes on but yeah I was trying to look for a mini skirt that basically you couldn't see but yes. I definitely wanted something and not just the blazer and tights <laughs> but yeah it seemed like there were lots of really good like yes yeah, slightly flared exactly. A-shaped ones yeah. out there is there anywhere on your radar that's doing that particularly well right um, now reformation always make really good mini skirts Ooh. actually but other than that I can't think of anything off the top of my head my favorite one that I've got is from ASOS and it was actually in like 10 quid and Amazing. I've had it for about five years or <laughs> every single year but. yeah no 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 that's good good advice and I Zara as well I think if you're worried about kind of exposure yeah because um, all you need is a bit of a windy day and a flag mini and it's not going to end well they do it where it's mini at the front and then the kind of skirt at the oh, back oh nice which I think for some people does yeah. just feel a little bit more secure secure yes do you know what I see a lot of girls do on Instagram Nadia Anya is one for doing this she wears cycling shorts under yeah. her skirt. yes yeah but Just again, quite clever, it's quite, I've seen that at festivals, but again, I think, yeah, you, it's all about getting the length right, isn't yes. it? Because otherwise they're hanging down. You don't want down. your shorts peeping Yeah, <laughs> yeah then it's just like bad gym knickers. Yeah. Like class. <laughs> Rather see your thong than that, yeah. would you? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, a good tip if you can get the length right, For I sure. think. Yeah. <laughs> Georgina, you watched something over the weekend yeah, I that had sparked conversation. It, it definitely did. It really got me thinking. Um, I was scrolling through Instagram and Elizabeth Day popped up talking about her new book frenemies but it was this specific um study that she referenced and it really made me think and i think it's also not just friends i think it could be the same for even like colleagues in the workplace it could be the same for family members but basically what they did was they she was talking about ambivalent friendships and an ambivalent friendship is some a friendship where you kind of you care about the person and and they care about you but you often don't really know where you stand Mm. so They put uh, a study done by Utah, University of Utah in 2003, put blood um, pressure monitors on people. And when they had an interaction with someone who they love, who loves them back, their their blood pressure was stable. When they had um, a interaction with someone who they actively disliked, their blood pressure actually didn't spike because they knew where they stood. So again, it stayed stable. When they had an interaction with somebody who they um, they love, but they're not really sure what they're going to get. So it might be, is that person going to be in a mood? Mm-hmm. Is that person going to ignore me today? Is that person going to be aggressive to me? Is, is it going to be a stressful interaction? That um, caused a massive spike in blood pressure. Oh, wow. And other studies since have then demonstrated that these interactions can actually damage your DNA. Ooh. Oh. I, she didn't go into any more than that, so I can't reveal any yeah. more than that. But I just thought that was so powerful, how those friends you've got in your life where 
And I think everyone has them. Yeah. Maybe you've been friends for too long and you should yeah. probably have shedded them at some point mm. or whatever reason they're around. They might have something going on in their life that's maybe making them a bit more edgy. Yeah, or yeah exactly. Snappy. Or it might be that you're friends with them because actually they're going out with someone that you're close to. So you just have right. to see them or whatever it may be. Um, but that's quite powerful that you have those toxic friends and that they, they actually make, they're damaging your health. Like yeah. they're actually damaging your not just your well-being your mental well-being and your mood or whether mm. you've had a good day or not or come off the phone feeling grumpy after you've spoken to them they're actually damaging your health yeah and I, i'd love to know what it means by altering your dna does that actually do you think it's more like it changes who you are as a person going forward in the sense you then react to different situations yeah surely because it surely doesn't mean dna is only you're going to pass it on to your kids yeah because... i don't know because maybe if you're generating if you've got like longer um l- longer protracted levels of um higher cortisol for example yeah. in your body is that what then has an effect right so that's why i'd quite like to find out more Ooh, yeah. um but yeah if uh have you needed an excuse to cut some friends cut off some friends i was gonna off. say have either of you got any advice for dealing with those slightly <laughs> difficult people in your life like you say Jordan, it doesn't need to be friends friends as in your besties per se it could be yeah sort of peripheral person yeah. who's part of the group i've actually always my whole life i don't really know why i think it's perhaps inherited from my mum to be fair but I've always had the mindset of like if you aren't benefiting my life in any way and obviously I will be as friendly and as courteous and nice to anyone that comes my way but if it gets to the point where I feel like you really aren't benefiting my life and you're not a good friend to me I've always been quite cutthroat oh really in what sense in the sense that I've always had intimate groups of friend like a friendship circle as opposed to being the girl at uni that knows everyone Mm. just because I do feel like it's a waste of energy it like drains me Mm. it doesn't make me happy so I've I've always found it quite easy to like draw the line yeah Yeah. um that's really interesting because another clip I watched apparently there is um from again, I feel like I'm her PR plugging this book, which I can't <laughs> well, wait to read. I hey, it's say. number number one bestseller at the moment, so it's okay. a topical okay, book so obviously to be discussing. I'm not alone. <laughs> um, but she also says that further studies have said there are the kind of the right number of friends to have, and it's mm. not too small, um, and it's it's actually not massive. Mm. It should be a curated selection yeah. of people, yeah, um, and that actually you could arguably be suspicious of someone who has who is friends with everybody yeah. at university or somebody who is. Um, really quite a loner there is there is that kind of optimum optimum number (laughs) um but going back to your question about like how do you get rid of Mm. or or maybe deal with yeah deal with so like what i've said to my (laughs) especially if you're in a situation where you you have to see that person and you don't have the luxury of just going oh actually but like you say it could be a family member who's married in or something like that i think if you so what i've said to occasionally to my kids when they've obviously playground issues Mm -hmm. things like this come up a lot um and I've tried it myself, is if you just almost, you don't even need to say anything to the other person. Yeah. But you mentally take a decision to distance yourself, to take a step back, to disengage, whatever that might be for you. That might be um, not always replying to the text straight away or mm. sometimes just saying, no, I can't meet you. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to give an excuse. You know, what yeah. is it? No is a full sentence, all of that stuff. Yeah. And just <laughs> kind of, but not saying I don't want to be your friend anymore yeah, because of, of this, 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 and this, because that is so confrontational and yeah. not always the best way to handle it. But I think once you've sort of mentally made a decision to step back, yeah, 
there is quite a sense of relief in that. And mm. often it follows that naturally a bit of distance yeah. is built. And then people do change. Like you said before, sometimes someone's going through something in their yeah. life, which doesn't make them a great friend to mm. you. But that might just be a moment in time and yeah. then things come back round. Yeah. So I think just to cut people out completely, especially if you have been good friends, yeah. can feel a bit harsh. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think you have to realise the situation as opposed to... Yeah. Yeah being very cutthroat no, you might end up with no friends no, 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 but it sounds like you maybe like you've got your small group but maybe it took not a while for them to become like oh. you're like choosy when they come into the group and then when they're there they're there sort of thing yeah definitely it's never been a pit like a picky yeah thing. And, and our friends my friendship group from home who now are still to this day my best best friends um you know as relationships have evolved mm. and boyfriends have come and go etc like that group has changed and people have come and gone so it's it's definitely not a like <laughs> this is my circle yeah I enter it type no thing. one's allowed in it's I think, full <laughs> no definitely not I just think men to, and obviously I've got work friends and I've yeah. got London friends and Devon friends so that's all different but yeah. I think just it's actually very similar to how you just described that mental note telling yourself mm. that's just what I've done my whole life so that I don't waste like energy and sadness on things that don't bring me happiness but I definitely don't go around saying no. <laughs> I'm not friends with you because yeah. I think you're annoying and I don't like the way you react to things when I talk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I used to tweak one anyway though isn't it but I think all of us can probably feel similar in the sense that I don't I don't feel I see all my closest friends as much as I'd like to anyway yeah. so yeah better to just focus on focus on them and the good people in That's life it. and yeah. just the others might fall away or you know gonna ask a community question yes, now dude. it is from me just putting okay. it out there <laughs> basically at the weekend I was doing some sorting and for the first time ever in my life I've discovered I've got a moth problem oh. which I didn't realize I had and I'm hoping Georgina especially you can help because I don't actually know what to do next this is so funny <laughs> that you have asked this question it always feels rehearsed because I was looking through I'm on a a road email chat and someone posted this morning I have a steam cleaner which I've just used to get a, rid of all the moths in my house including the carpet oh, yeah. does anybody want it before yes, I please. put it on eBay <laughs> um I didn't know you could use steam cleaners no. to get rid of moths and beyond that my moth knowledge is limited but how serendipitous is that I have got a, a steamer I don't oh, know is that the same could, thing? I don't, I don't think if it's oh, a right. steamer for your clothes. For the clothes, maybe. I don't think that's a steam cleaner. Ah, okay. But, I was um, wondering if the heat might do the same thing. fumigate it a bit, yeah. Because yeah. I'm just wondering, like, do you have to get an expert in to, like, clean? Or are they in, is the carpets the natural place for them to be sort of infested? I think that where they're not disturbed... And that's the typical thing where people kind of go, oh, I'm just going to pull out all my winter jumpers. Yeah. Now it's September. And they get them all down from the yeah. top shelf of the back of the wardrobe where yeah. it's dark and it's moth yes. friendly. And they see that half of them have been eaten. Oh that is not uncommon. Yeah, if any uh, viewers and listeners do have any tips for moths, please do go to community.shalux. Thanks, Maya. And, and respond to Heather's Yes, thread. there's a thread. It's called Moth SOS. And oh. yeah, I need your help. So <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks in advance. And then finally, we've got some lovely reader questions as well. Georgina, and perhaps you too, 
How do you make TVs in bedrooms work? That's a Georgina question for sure. Yeah, Yeah, sorry, I wasn't trying to be dismissive, (laughs) but I was like, it's kind of... (laughs) So if you're feeling a bit footballer's wives, I guess you get one of those beds where it comes up. Because the... my friend's got one of those, I'm impressed. Well, Do you not feel like this though? I don't like... know. I've never, I've never used one. <laughs> I don't suppose if it's a but big king size bed. TVs are really ugly. Yeah, and and bedrooms are meant to be a place of calm. Mm. So if. I could find a bed where it looked really good, and I'm sure there are some out there. I would have to do some research. Um, I think it's quite a good solution because who wants to look at a big black box in their lovely serene bedroom um, most of the time? So as long and and also yes, like you say, it could feel quite close, but you could, you could get a smaller one. It depends on the size <laughs> of the television, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you think about it being the same size as the headboard, yeah. don't you? Sort of rising up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that could be that could be one option. Yeah. Um, if you're feeling less footballers wise, what I think um, is a really nice solution, which I've seen lots of people do, is if you have it on the wall mm. and then you can either Hutley and Hum do a really nice version where um, they have a set of, I think it's six or eight framed pictures, which then slide. So that would be on your wall oh, and I then see. they're on two different panels that slide apart oh. and there is your TV. So that's hidden. That um, another way to do it is if you had it in your joinery yes. um, and you had a sort of bank of built-in wardrobes mm. and you had it wall mounted somehow in there so you could just close it and not look at it. Oh, that's a nice idea. Yeah, that's which lots one. of people do in kitchens yeah. and things or in even in living rooms. Yeah, hiding toasters and things. Yeah, and then another way to do it is if you have a beautiful canvas and you just have it on two runners and you have the TV behind and you just slide it over just mm. one piece. And that, if you've got someone who's really good at DIY, is probably quite manageable to do yourself. Um, yeah, so those are three oh, no, ideas. No, they're really good ideas. They I've I taken like... it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maya, one for you. Summer jacket inspiration. What are you thinking this year? Um, I'm really into the denim jacket again, yeah. but more <laughs> oversized, vintage-esque, not the cropped style that we used to see. Yeah. <laughs> I think they, you can throw those on most things. And then I know it's boring, but I am a blazer addict so a blaze i'm pretty much wearing a blazer every day in summer to be honest because it's just so easy to whip on and off you get nice linen ones as well that are yeah, nice exactly. and thin and colorful yeah like, it's a good way to introduce color into your wardrobe for sure like tailored nice jackets i like yeah. also those kind of quilted floral yes. jackets i think they're really cute if you want to if you're wearing like a nice white sundress and then you've got some that almost like a bomber style bit big and yeah. then but like with a, a nice kind of isabel Maron kind of print yeah i think that's really nice summer jacket yeah yeah i feel like the bombers have taken the world by storm this year yeah but you can get some really lovely really cool ones and they're everywhere now aren't they yeah all over the high street yeah Yeah. actually i do need to buy a cropped bomber because i've got a couple very you know like that sort of normal jacket Mm. length but when I now wear quite a lot of high-waisted like midi skirts and things yeah, like so that. Yeah, you want to... So I want something a bit more cropped, yeah. a bit more smart. So I'm on the hunt for a nice neutral one of those, actually. Oh, nice. Mm. Um, going back to your denim jacket, longer. Yeah. Um, me and Em have got a really nice um, 
it's like the cargo style that everyone was wearing in khaki for the last yeah. 10 years. Yeah. But it's done in a kind of wash denim Ooh, with nice. the big pockets, yeah. string. It's actually really cool. Oh, um, so yeah, if you want to kind of make something feel more casual. Yeah. That, that's nice. I'm, I'm more that there. vibe. I think Toast have got some. They're almost like painter's jackets, aren't they? They almost look a bit like... Yeah, and yeah, yeah, they overall, like that as well. Almost, yeah, where you feel you could have a few paintbrushes sticking out of pocket or something. <laughs> exactly. But I quite like that, yeah, workwear look. I suppose it's yeah. another way of doing it. Yeah. And then finally, uh, somebody has asked, what are your go-to eyebrow products? Ooh. You probably get asked this all the time, Maya. It's not as changed now. Um, it used to always be, I swore by the NYX pencil, which oh, yeah. I still do use when, I'll come to that in a minute, maybe when I get to the end of my like eyebrow care cycle. So now I actually go and get my eyebrows laminated oh. every sort of six weeks and they're dyed uh, threaded and laminated at the same time and it's just a game changer oh, I wow. honestly highly recommend it so much to everyone I now don't really have to do anything with my eyebrows wow. the way you set them every morning is basically you have your shower and you put a tiny bit of conditioner in your eyebrows whilst you're having a shower and then wash it off get out the shower get your spoolie brush them up and then how they dry like that is how they stay. Because of the lamination. Yeah. Wow. But do you need to have thick? I mean, you've obviously got, yeah, you've got, got thick brows. Yeah, you quite thick brows. But yes. you couldn't, because I've got much thinner brows, so yeah. it wouldn't really work. No, for I me. think you do have to have right. a good amount of hair there in the first place. What about, would I carry it off? Do you reckon? Yeah, I've I think got so. enough. You've got enough. enough. With, with tint and then the perming itself, because the tint darkens the. Yeah the like hair obviously and I think that does make a big difference and I'm naturally a mousy blonde so I do have to dye my brows mm. for them to be that like strong brow yeah, look yeah. but outside of that it is definitely for me the NYX um pencil and that was that for like the sort of individual yes yeah. exactly and then I always really really liked Refi's brow products but I haven't used them for a while mm. but I always used to like their um, like stick you know the glue that you put on oh, with yeah. the stick I really liked that yeah amazing Georgina I use a Bobby Brown eye pencil where one end's double-ended, so one end has the spoolie um, to brush them up and then the other end has a little bit to fill in. Um, it's good. I've used it for a long time. Can't and on. then I do sometimes use a brow serum. I feel like every time oh, nice. I do, within a few weeks, I really notice. And then obviously when you stop, yeah. a few weeks later, the effect stops. So I probably need to get using that again yeah yeah when conditioner do you just mean hair conditioner yeah hair conditioner yeah, i meant yeah. to ask yeah just a tiny little bit yeah, why not so it softens them a bit because they do go a bit dry when they put the laminating cream on you actually feel like they're putting um hair remover on your oh hair. so either like is this a joke this, you can it smells identical oh to hair removal cream veet like yeah. ammonia oh or something it must be yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it almost bleaches and then you die oh. i think i mean so sorry beauty therapists out there I'd <laughs> but that's what it smells yeah. like and I remember lying there for the first time at the end of last year getting them done thinking oh my god I'm not gonna really yeah, eyebrows after some it. horrible <laughs> prank they were still there after <laughs> what about you Heather what do you use at the moment or oh, for a while I've been using it's basically like boy brow but the elf version I think it's only about seven pounds it lasts a long time they've got a few more different colors yeah. so yeah i just use that and just a bit of color with the spoolie just sort of brushes it through and that's that i actually think with eyebrow products to be fair you don't need to be going to like the designer cosmetic mm. stands the high street do you know you can literally get really good brow products for like eight quid yeah i, I agree it's a bit of a waste of money yeah i think they, they can be expensive and also yeah like they don't last that long no, do they you the have ones to find with them the so free cut yeah but 
body shop have come out with of. a version of the boy brow and it oh. is also really good oh i give them a go mm. i quite like body shop stuff yeah they've got some really good new collection yeah. new product lines actually oh yeah they've got a really nice face oil that i've used for a few years yeah. i really rate as much as any other out there i agree i've got some stuff in there i love do you know what? i also brow wise have started using you talk about a serum i've started using olaplex's new lash serum that they just oh, wow. brought out and i'm putting that through my eyebrows at the same time to help them grow so hopefully in six weeks my eyebrows will be even oh yeah up. we'll come back to you and <laughs> we'll be able to see you like, <laughs> amazing thanks both of you that was a fun one thanks for watching and listening if you've got any questions please do email us at podcast at Sherlux. we love hearing from you and please don't forget to rate review subscribe and tell your friends and we'll see you next time goodbye